Uh, I think we're going to make up from the fly this this week. Are we? Well, a little bit. I've got some stuff to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, what have you got to talk about? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too busy. Well, for, I've not made this important. This is this is my problem in my life at the moment. What? I'm making some things important and something's not. So this was important. <laughs> this this is the seven year itch thing you spoke about. You were it was really important for. Yeah. For the seven weeks that we and did it. Now it's and nothing. now you're like, oh, I've done this before. <laughs> but I'm starting to line up guests and stuff now. That's good. You make you're making a bit of an effort. I'm trying to. Yeah. Um I, I spend a thousand pounds on kit for the podcast and you get yourself one guest. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's paying for the hosting role? <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. There you go. And a taxi here. And a taxi here every day, taxi back, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we're going to end up even on this at the end. I think so. Uh, Why is your level so low? Are I you... don't know. I'm talking into the mic. Just talk. I'm talking. You talk. You you didn't respond to my text message the other night. About the crisp? No, no. You responded <laughs> to me about the crisp. I will put this. I'll share this on the, um, the, the, the Twitter. I was eating a packet of hula hoops, big hula hoops, beef flavour. Uh, and the biggest hula hoop I've ever seen. A long hula hoop came out of the the, the packet. Mm. It was the highlight. After a very good day of meetings yesterday, I got on the train, had a beer, and my packet of beef hula hoops, and this thing came out. I was like, this is the best day of my it life. It was a flat hula hoop, really, wasn't it? It was flat and long. <laughs> it was as long as my finger. You know when you put hula hoops on your fingers yeah. to, uh, I, when you were a kid? How did it make it? That's what I I was. don't know. I, I tweeted at hula hoops. They tweeted at me back this morning. <laughs> um, Offering you a free pack? No. I think that's like a myth that people just offer you free shit for finding stuff like that. Um, that's the only reason people use Twitter, isn't it? To uh, complain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, it was, I mean... I've kept the crisp. I've not eaten it yet. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Show it my grandkids. Yeah. Because I'm thinking I'll tell him this story about this big hula hoop. Mm. And they'll be like, shut up, granddad. Don't believe you. And I'm like, well, I kept it. Yeah. I think you can get shit like that framed now. And it preserves it so it doesn't go off. So Yeah. But it's like 50, 60 quid to do it. So it seems (laughs) excessive. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, I had a... Big news. That is big news. <laughs> that is really big news. No, you didn't respond to my text about the, the documentary I was watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. You didn't respond to me on it. Well, I, d- I didn't want to, like, Go know me. what your reaction was going to be. Is, <laughs> no. it, is it a positive one now? Are you, are you hooked? No. Oh, shit. It actually made me um, angry. Like, actually really very angry. Did it? Yeah, I had to turn it off after about half an you hour. You need to explain what it was about, because we're not, we not mentioned it to the... It's the people. thing that we had not met to be talking about. The Secret. Yeah. You watched the documentary about The Secret. About The Secret, yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're angry. And it made me very, very cross. Do you believe in anything? <laughs> I mean, what's a weird question? Do you have to believe in something? <laughs> no. So, just everything you seem to like <laughs> hate it no I mean it, the reason it made me angry um, is because a lot of it is about um, people not understanding privilege and trying to say it's okay all of this stuff came to me through this way of thinking yeah. and you stand there and go well that discounts every point of privilege that you actually have mm. and also um it only works in specific areas of the world and specific times in the world right. like a syrian refugee is not sat there going god i wish my wish to the universe my house doesn't get bombed and then their house gets bombed it's like it doesn't work for that person it only works for essentially the west privileged people mm. who are who sat, sit there and feel the need to say I believe this is how this happened without owning up to the fact it happened because yeah, of the point of privilege that you came from. It's not it's it's not a bad thing that you have that privilege. Is you should embrace it and accept it and but understand it, not make something else up. Yeah. Because if only the Jews were like, God, I hope I don't get gassed, then right, the universe might have given them if we just believed it enough and asked the universe for it and did enough nice things. So it doesn't my problem is it falls down and it's people giving themselves a pat on the back over. And I, I got so cross with it that I turned it off and went into the kitchen and shouted at Lucy about it for like half an hour. And she was like, why are you getting so angry about it? I'm like, because um, if it's so easy for people to say this stuff and for other people to get on board with it. 
and it's really difficult for them to own up to the fact that actually um, it's their hard work but from the point of privilege that they started yeah because they don't want to accept that like no no, no we all started the same for people like the, the American dream you know we all started from the same footing it's like we didn't mm. we started on massively different footings so that's why God, we weren't going to talk cross. about it. We talked about it again. <laughs> this is the eighth time we've talked about it on eight episodes. And I think the thing we keep on landing on is the fact that we disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to talk about it. I want to get that guy on you said who really believes it. Oh yeah, the, well the, there's not there's someone who one of my mates who who, who does believe um, in in the same way of thinking as as I do. But it would be good to get someone on the sh- on the show actually. Who, I'd be interested to know, they, you know, is it because they find it yeah. um, easier to believe that than o- yeah. like open up to the fact that you know? It's I guess a there's a little bit of people's people always say, you know, sometimes you take a bit of responsibility for what you have done and what you know, yeah. and it's you know, and you talk about privilege, yeah, like, you know, and I think it's just. Uh, Do you get what I mean? In fact, it only works in. The privileged West. Yeah, I do. It doesn't work yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. for a yeah. starving kid in India. Yeah. So uh, you just didn't. The thing is, believe right, it enough and do Think about nice it like things. this, right? Think about it like this, right? Just say that it's a load of bollocks, right? And mm. it is, right? I'm yeah. gonna, I'm actually gonna say it. it's yeah. a load of bollocks. But yeah, right. What about a technique in mm. order to to get past those negative thoughts that you have? Sure. In order to have a technique, a mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. In your head, right? Yeah. Because we're all fucked up, right? Right. In order to for you to um, achieve more than you possibly could. Right. Possibly the techniques of the secret allow you to do that, right? The mm. way that they think, right? Because, I mean, look at someone like Becky who talks, you know, yeah. she's got doubts about herself. She doesn't yeah. know what to do. You know, if she possibly looked at the secret mm. and the way that they suggest that you put it out there into the universe and you're doing all this kind of stuff mm. maybe it's a way of you just excelling and progressing further than you could i don't know maybe no it's nonsense it, it could be nonsense I mean, I think, i'm I think, not saying it isn't nonsense yeah. i think if you, you do you you know, first the reason it the reason it makes me angry is because you go well if someone is um happily selling you a lie mm. because i'm not buying anything we bought the book yeah but so there someone you go. Gave, that's actually, the whole someone point. gave me it, but yeah, right. But the but, whole point is that these things get is someone taking money, like taking yeah. money off it. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially the same as having a preacher who or a, the pastor who can heal people, right? Yeah, yeah. It is something. It doesn't. It's not a lasting thing because no one's come to this by themselves. I think we spoke about it on the podcast a while ago. Stop looking at your emails. No, I just, it was a job. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing were if I got a job or not. Were you thinking about the uh, <laughs> that you were believing it then, putting yeah. it out there, and you got the email? The point is, you got like it's the same thing. So it's um, I don't believe it anymore, Stuart. You that's do it. though. No, I don't. That's it. I'm I'm over. That's it. You're over. My life's over. <laughs> I've got nothing to believe in you anymore. You can still be fucking positive, right? You know, like, <laughs> still have a positive outlook on life without any. This is what I think. You can still have that without having that yeah, fucking yeah. book in your yeah. life. And that's and the documentary as well was terrible. Was it? It was really overly American. Well, well I'm just like I think the thing is I think there's quite a few uh, rebuttal documentaries where it's just people going are you fucking kidding me it's white privilege for the most part if white people got anywhere it's like there's no there's not really any social mobility yeah. in the west still so there's and people point at like really like see that person got really successful I, I pointed at you, you point, didn't oh, sorry I, I pointed at Rob looked I was pointing at the <laughs> invisible person well, when you say there's no social mobility in um, western culture because it's a, it's a, there's a massive class divide, they point at like two or three people who yeah. had social mobility. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's millions of fucking people who didn't. And these things like The Secret in the documentary, they have all these people on there going, I I was from a poor home and now I'm a millionaire because of the learnings of The Secret. Yeah. And you go, right, but that doesn't actually work for all the other people. You're not putting the person up in front of this who went, well, I read the book and thought really, really hard and nothing fucking happened. Mm. So it's propaganda, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people get all over it. And I'm like, this, it bothered me how excited these American people were. I was like, you're rich and white. That's how it <laughs> happened. 
Let's, yeah, anyway. Should we end it now? Yeah. What uh, the, is this like, the, the, can we end the secret This is the f- last ever conversation about the secret. But you said this last week. No, no, but I went out and did a bit more research. Actually watched the You're going to do more research? This no. is like what you do when you go flying, in it? And you and you watch you watch videos of plane crashes. I'm over my fear of flying now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, this is me pointing out I'm over my fear of flying. Uh, and I did that through a process. Yeah. Um, I, I learned as much as I can about planes and how they work. Yeah. Uh, I read a book called Cockpit Confidential, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is by a pilot who just talks about planes. He's like, and what they are, and what everything on a plane does, and what every sound is. And you just go, fuck it, man. I mean, it's yeah. There's, there's, a, you can be apprehensive about these things. And this pilot was like, everyone's apprehensive to a degree getting on a plane because you don't know what's going to happen. But it's the same thing through walking through a fucking door. You don't know what's going to yeah, be on yeah. the other side of it. So, Sh- shall I learn about sharks then, and what sharks do? And are you scared of sharks? Without help. Me. Why are you scared of sharks? I'm actually scared of like seaweed. You know, it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> What's scary about seaweed, Rob? <laughs> are you gonna get tangled in it? <laughs> are you scared of the seaweed you get from the Chinese? I don't mean that. You know, like when you walk in the sea. <laughs> yeah, when you're walking in the sea. What are you walking in the sea, Rob? <laughs> right. You know when you walk in the sea, and it's slimy. It's slimy. You don't know what's down there. Right. When does that happen to you, Rob? When was the last time that happened to you? It was when I was on a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just the, you don't know what's like, what you're going to be stepping on. And I don't like that feeling. And like, it's just, it's, I wonder if there's like an actual phobia of seaweed out there. There's a phobia of everything. I used to work with a guy who was scared of tea bags. Seaweed, seaweed, phobia. Oh, that's like, come on. You know what my phobia is? I mean, to write out things in yeah, public in front look, of Look, 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 look. Esophobia. Yeah, yeah. Fear, a bit, there's a fear of dawn or daylight. A bit different. No, that's not the right thing. Yeah, yeah. No. Common open water fear, look. No, that's not. You're not scared of common the open water. You're scared of seaweed. I think said. it might be that then. But that's not any no, of the things that you said. But seaweed's part No, of it says it there. It's that one there. Is a fear of seaweed. What does it say there? Frickophobia, no? Friggin' phobia. Not friggin' phobia. (laughs) It's a fear of seaweed. Fikophobia or something like fear of seaweed. A common open water fear. There we go. I've got got freakophobia. Copy that freakophobia word there. Go into the Wikipedia link. Wikipedia. No. Go go into that one there. It's not Wikipedia. Yeah, click on that. And then find that word in there and let's see what it says about it. Command F. No, no, no. Just Command F. No, what are you doing? Yeah, find that one. Just press Command F, like I said. Ficophobia. There you go. Fear of seaweed, a common open water fear. But I common, I mean Finder Hederman suffers from it. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Finbar Hederman yeah, suffers yeah, from yeah. it. By common, one fucking person suffers from it. Yeah. You. So there you are, don't laugh at my fear. So it's part of, it's to do with the fit. I'm not laughing at you. F- well, yeah, I was laughing at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like stepping on it. It's like, and and I get I get really panicky. And, like, right. and I have to run, like, away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm scared of moths. I don't like moths. There you yeah. go. That's what didn't actually no this is no that, I'm not going to say that was a Bill Hicks a quote what was it what did moths bump into before the electric light bulb was invented <laughs> I don't know I don't know Ron <laughs> I don't, probably nothing <laughs> they didn't bump into anything because it didn't evolve anyway whatever yeah um, so right, what's the topic this week um, I don't know really. so I went I, 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 went, I haven't got one travel again right I know because we fucked that one up because we were both really tired and you were really ill yeah because um, I went yesterday, I went for a meeting in London, mm. and the client said to me, the client I was going with said, "I'm going to be on the seven o'clock train from Leeds to King's Cross." Yeah, we had to get across to Brentford, and he said, "I'm going to be on um, this train back home." I think it was like the five o'clock, so I was due to get, but I was I was due to get in after the semi final. I would finish, which I was a bit gutted about, but whatever, right? It's work. Yeah. 
we get there, we get all the way to London, and I'm like, God, it's annoying that we're going to miss the, the final, especially as this meeting doesn't look like it's going to go on as long as it's been booked out for. It's booked out for like five hours, and you're like, it's never going to take five hours, it'll take three at the most. Yeah. And he went, oh, well, we're on an open return, so we know, we'll just be going back. So you, you, you didn't go open return? No, because he told me he was getting a specific train. Oh, I see. So it was cheap, and I was like... Well, the camaraderie will all get the same train, yeah. that's right. Because usually I'm travelling first class for a start. Yeah. But I travelled in, you know, peasant wagon with everyone else just because they they were travelling in that. Mm-hmm. And then, so I booked coach, standard coach, for a specific train. And they were like, no, we're going to get the earlier train. Mm. That, it made me so fucking angry that I swore at the client. Did you, you swore? I swore at him. I put my fingers off and went, fuck you. Did, did he, are you, that, he laughed. Are you yeah, that yeah, kind of... Yeah, yeah, it was funny, they yeah. laughed with me. But, a bit uh, of Yeah. So then, at the end, after the meeting, we get back and there's a train at like, the the next one that was there. Yeah. We all go and get on it and I went and got on it and I was like, I'm going to have to pay now more money. Yeah. To, because I don't want to be left on my own in London and, and miss the, the cut. Um, and I got on the train and the best bit about it there's you know the bit where the, the, the guy comes around with a ticket thing yeah and there's that thing oh what am I going to say to him to say like can I get him to let me off and mm. get the earlier train the guy never came yeah I got all the way back to Leeds without it that's nice it's a good story right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story probably cut most of this out but I was annoyed like I was so annoyed because I was like this is I felt like I felt like I'd been used. I felt like I'd been lied to. Mm. Yeah. There you go. There's a bit of travel. No, that, that's I. I, I kind of get. I, it really frustrates me how much I, um, trains cost. So I thought the whole oh, point of a train. Yeah. I thought the whole point of a train, right, is so that we reduce the amount of cars on the road because you can get more people in one train. But actually, I'm spending almost three times the amount. Yeah. Um, if I get the train, then I if I drive. It cost yesterday cost me two hundred and eighty pounds there and back to like, London. And I, I, there's so many people on the train still. Yeah. And it was oversubscribed. You had to stand for sections yeah. of it. I, I do this thing where I like just book like shitloads of tickets going from like here to Doncaster and Doncaster to. Oh, the ticket you split. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really save you that much money, it does. does it? It does actually. Does it? Because whenever I go on the web the site, it, it never shows me that I'm actually going to be saving that much money. Yeah. I don't know, it's expensive, right? It travels was, I'd rather of, drive and spend an extra hour and be sat in traffic all the time. Travel to me is another salary every month at least. Yeah. So. Well, taxis. I mean, you don't drive, do you? No, yeah. I get taxis around. You spend a fortune. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. But mind you, you don't pay for a car, so maybe no. it all works. That, but that, that, to be honest, that pretty much balances itself out. Cause mm. me, and, if, like, if me and Lucy go to the, get a taxi in the morning, the choices are we drive in. Uh, and we have a parking space at the office, but you just think, well, we don't want to drive in all the time because we might go out after work or something. The bus would cost, I think it's like £3 each. Yeah. Or £4 return. And I'm not getting the bus, so yeah, yeah. that's not then. The taxi will only cost £5. So two of us in a taxi, it's cheaper to get the taxi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, travel, train travel costs me probably £1,000 a month, maybe, yeah. at the least. And that's, that's at the small. That's when I've not done much meetings. That's why you know new business. You go off. Part of doing new business is committing to spending fuckloads of money on travel. Yeah. Because you have to go and meet people. I know you don't go anywhere, but no, I don't go anywhere. Why don't you go anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't go to London anymore. Really. I, 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 on occasions, maybe I'll go once every quarter now. Really? Which I quite like. Yeah. Yeah. I, most of my business is in Leeds now. Is that conscious effort you've done? Kinda. Yeah. But I also no longer do much work for That kind of like ended. Did that end? It was really annoying. Did they? Should I talk about that? Yeah, we could talk about it. It, it. I'm really frustrated about it. Right, go on. Actually, yeah, I'm annoyed with them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. You're definitely not going to no, go back and fucking work Actually, can we take that out? No. Um, <laughs> basically, right. Why are so, we looking at that? Rob's got a picture. And- I'm taking it down. That's, that's it. After this. In fact, hold on. Don't. Sorry, he's, he's left to take the picture down. You're going to smash it. <laughs> you're not going to smash it properly because you quite like it. It's down. I bet that's up by the next podcast. <laughs> I'm going to put your face on, on that wall instead. <laughs> um, right. So this is the situation, right? Right. So I've worked in them for like two, three years now. Yeah. And um, 
You won a tender, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I did, yeah. So there's a chance that tender's always going to go back It was a very there. low... Like, at the time, I'd just started the business. I was maybe a, a just close to a year into the business, right? Yeah. So I landed a big contract, which was exciting. And um, I did it for quite little because it was like, it's... I want to do it, which yeah, is yeah. wonderful. I really shouldn't be saying the client, really. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Do you Should still I? work with him? No, but I just... I, I don't know whether this is... Defamation or something. All right, well, we'll bleep out and then just stop saying. Yeah. So anyway, low cost videos. Yeah. I, re- I pretty much just give them what they're paying for, right? Yeah. So they get uh, uh, it's it's like news content. So they get a yeah, yeah. A, quite a cheap camera, right? It's it's um, you know, it's just a, a point and shoot thing. It's yeah. you know, it uh, makes the job easy. You know, we're in and out. We can get the job done, right? Yeah. Now, over time, as it progresses, they suddenly want more cinematic. Sure. But they don't want to pay money for it. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so they end up going elsewhere for it without... And, and I'm like, well, hold on. We can do that. Yeah. We can push it in terms of if, if there is a bigger budget for it. Yeah. No worries, you know. But this is this, is, what, when they say cinematic, was that in just... The word cinematic came out and I'm like... What do you mean? Yeah, it, it's like what we were creating was some really great stories and there were nice stories. And, and um, I mean, I would say they're much more sort of broadcast, like as in, sure. um, I, I think when they say cinematic, they're looking for that low depth of field. They're looking for slider stuff. They're looking for a steady well, none camera, of that whatever that it might expensive. be. But I mean, I think it's just beautiful photography, right? right. You know, and, and what, so why and would it, you not do that? Well, it was it was just a um the decision was based on kit that i owned yeah um at that time yeah. i now own shit hot kit yeah. so they're this, they're missing out right fuck him fuck so it was just a i didn't i wasn't willing to invest at yeah. that point um so they got what they paid for and and I wasn't willing to go any further than but that. Then, so but then I lost the client. So yeah. so I, maybe I should have invested. How long did you work with them? Uh, nearly three years. So I would say in three years, you haven't upped your game with them at all. I would or agree. Upped your game personally. I would agree with you. <clears throat> and, and I, but I think I think I got the um, all the way through that. It yeah. was like they were very happy with everything. There mm-hmm. was no feedback to say there was any problems. Yeah, yeah. I was like, right, okay, what we're making for them is yeah. is great, and I was really, I was really happy with some of those. Videos. I was very proud of some of those videos that we made. Um, it's just that we didn't change it. We we yeah. did the same thing, and I think that maybe what I've learned from that is is I need to review and yeah. keep improving and keep changing. Yeah, because it's the way your product. Yeah, that's what you would do. Absolutely, so it's your yeah. product, and you but should get back. If the happy, <clears throat> why yeah, the change cl- it? Right, just well, that's a stupid thing though, because people get. For a start, what happens is um, people get complacent, mm, right? Yeah, sure. So um, they can be happy, and they're happy for three months, and so all of a sudden, somebody points out to them that they shouldn't be very happy because yeah. that product can be better. And because you've not pushed them, mm. they sit there and, now it's your fault. It's not their fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they go, well, I was happy until someone pointed this out that could be better. Sure. And you should be, as their video department, essentially, coming to them with fresh ideas, That's coming right, to yeah. them with things and going, look, we do all this this way. If so, you go and say, "I'm committed to doing it more like this." But to do that, we need to have another conversation about mm, yeah. the budgets and stuff. Now, if you haven't got more money, it's fine. I'll need to. This will be a slower process to change it than it would be yeah. if you had a bit more money. Yeah. But I would expect you to come to me as most of the agencies and companies I work for come to us because we're always looking to do something new or different yeah, sure. it doesn't you don't want to come across like a magpie and I've been very guilty of that many time um, but what it has done is give me something of an arsenal to be able to call upon if somebody wants something mm. different you know I can do the normal film I, we've always shot shallow depth of field quite you know relatively yeah. cinematic stuff we were talking just before we came on on air? Is that what we say? Yes. On live? Um, live. About sliders and stuff like that. Now, I've used a slider from day one because I just yeah. knew that I wanted my shots to look different. And I, I can't film news. I can't do it because I don't like it. Mm. And I don't want... If someone came to me and said, I've got 100 grand a year, uh, I want 
a bunch of new stuff shooting. I'd re- I'd struggle yeah, to yeah, be yeah. involved or well, invested in I, it. I have also changed. I mean, I've actually changed a lot over this last year. Um, so I actually now consider myself a filmmaker yeah. rather than a producer now. Right. And that and that and that's changed co- completely because before I was like, I shouldn't be going out producing, directing, filming. I shouldn't be doing all these things in front of the client. And, this is pro- and actually I'm like, do you know what? No. Like, yeah. I actually enjoy um, going out and filming. I enjoy all these things. And, and I, and like, for example, now I own this kit. So even, even um, a project we're just doing for a client, uh, the technology group. And we're working with them um, in Leeds. I have to bleep that out as well. Stop saying the name of no, all No, I, I love them. I love the. I love you guys. <laughs> right. Um, basically, um, so we're, we're doing a project <clears throat> for them, and um, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. We've just done a day shoot. We're missing mm. some little little bits here. Like it's easy to do in it when you want to yeah. shoot, and you're like, I wish I'd got this. Yeah. Because I own the kit now. Yeah. I just, I just thought, do you know what? I rang him up, said, look, I need to come to your studio. I just need to get a few shots. Right? Yeah, I didn't yeah. charge him. Yeah. Right. Went and shot some stuff. Um, came back to the studio, edit it. It looked awesome. Yeah. It's like really improved. And it, I never have done that before. Now yeah, I yeah. can do that. And it, and, um, and, and I don't care about, I actually just care about the end product. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about having, you know, if, if they're paying for something, they're going to get the best. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what I what I'm going to do to get. Why to do that you think point. it took you so long to get to arrive at that? Because it's because I was relying on freelancers. I'm having to pay for freelancers yeah. to go out and do their thing. I'm re- I relied on their kit. I didn't have that before. Yeah. Now now that I've invested, and I've got everything I could possibly need need to to do it. And it's taken time. I mean, five yeah. years it's taken me to get to that. But point. you put you put different priorities before that. Yeah. Because my. I'm always consider myself as a filmmaker mm. and never a producer or anything. Yeah, I, I've yeah. done producing; it was never really for me. I'm more of a creative. So the product itself was, and when the other company we both worked for didn't care about the product mm. at all, didn't give a shit about it. Yeah, I, I think that they're the reason that I sort of have, have eventually put myself into this shoe, <laughs> <laughs> into this bubble. No, what's the word? Into this. Shoe. I don't know, but it's not a shoe. <laughs> shoe. I put myself into this shoe of being a producer, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the shoe for a producer shoe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You pigeonholed yourself. Yeah, pigeonholed. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Rob. Now I'm I'm going through a bit of an identity change of being a filmmaker. Is and, identity and change I'm, I'm, or identity crisis? Crisis. <laughs> Always crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. Um, um, a program the other night, right? Um, who do you think you are? I hate that show. Lucy loves yeah, it. I, I hate, I hate, hate it, it as well. But I, I was it. thinking about something. Right? Who knew I had a history? My family had a history. Who knew? Yeah, for fuck's sake. I was thinking though, right? You know, like if in like two, three hundred years, I've got like a, an ancestor who's like really famous and goes on that show, right? <laughs> and they like look back at like us, yeah. like. Would they be looking at like my WhatsApp messages, like <laughs> being, like me sending pictures of some of their titties out or something? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like sorry, <laughs> sending pictures of what? I don't know. Just like somebody's like, titties out. <laughs> I don't know. Just like. Like seeing some rude messages that I sent to my mates on like WhatsApp groups. What do you like, send to your mates? What do you know? You like a bit of banter with your mates, don't you? Don't Just use like, the word banter. What? Banter's off, remember? Bit, it's off the table. All right, a bit of chit chat, chit chat, <laughs> chit chat with my mates, right? right? And you're sending pictures of other women's breasts out. Well, blokes are blokes. Stop aren't doing they? that. No, they're not. They yeah, don't they have are. To, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself no, or be in the the shoe of the bloke. But the issue is right. So this woman was like going to India, right? And she and she came across like her ancestor who went to India and all this kind of stuff, yeah. right? And she, and it was like letters, like oh, and she she found these stories out like about this guy who met this. He sent a letter to his uncle, his brother, saying, yeah. "I met this wonderful woman." And, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and like we do fuck, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, we don't even send emails about that sort of <laughs> shit anymore. You know, so. So in two hundred, two, two three hundred years. Go find a podcast where you've, you've <laughs> admitted that you send pictures of women's titties to your mates. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like, I feel like in two three hundred years time, well, right, our, our right, generations, people a fucking letter then. Our, ge- our generation, it's almost going to be like the stories are just lost. That's not true. We've had this conversation. There's more stories and things happen now than ever did before. No, but how can it, you like, access like, those in in the future? How, what do you mean? How will my ancestor? Yeah. 
find out a story about me and my wife getting together. Like, you know, I've not like sent a letter to my uncle saying, right. I met my wife, she's wonderful, I love her. Right? But in that same time, there's lots of people who had stories of how they met who couldn't fucking write for a start. Because so it was, hey, and what I mean is the writing and education at that level was a classist thing, right? So it was only people of a certain class who could do it. So now our, everyone can do it. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Our communication now is locked in, right? So in order to access... What do you mean it's locked in? In order to access my content yeah. of what I've put out there, yeah. you have to have my login details. You know, you have Why to, did you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> you have to have my login details. Right. Like, to access my emails. Right. You know, you, you know with this all data issue. Yeah, but they can just go and look at photographs of you on Facebook or Instagram or I whatever. I don't have Facebook. Or wherever you put fucking photographs what? in. Sally maybe has Facebook. Yeah. Maybe. So there's stuff on there for you. Yeah, you but can, you know what I mean, don't you? How we, I knew that again, like most people do, romanticize everything that was fifty years ago for mm. no reason other than like nostalgia is great, isn't it? Yeah. But realistically, we don't know how they're going to be searching for this stuff when, yeah. if in two hundred years' time, um, I hope they don't see my WhatsApp group messages. Well, I mo- I think you should <laughs> fucking delete most of them by the sounds of it. Um, I work, we need to cut some of that out. No. So. <laughs> I could bleep out some of the stuff you say. <laughs> uh, when we listen back to it, it might be fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you've got... You don't know what it's going to... You don't know what... Who do you think you are in fucking 200 years' time might be completely different anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't... There's lots of stories out there. What they might do is you might come across the fact that you... Um, they go, your great uncle, great, great, great uncle, whatever, was Rob Barker. And he, yeah. uh, you, they go to a company's house and find out you own a film company that was called Barksy yeah, sure. Media. And then they find some films that you did and some photographs yeah, that you were yeah. taken. And then you build that whole story up there. Oh, they Just because podcast. it's not... A, they did yeah. a podcast with the famous Stuart Warrington. The famous Stuart Warrington, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in, in 10 years, you're really famous, apparently. Um, in 200 years or 10 in years? 10 years, you're going to be like really famous. It, have you wished that to the universe? Yeah. Really? Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> like you got my back there. Yeah. <laughs> Edging my bets with it. Because like, the thing is, you've got... But So you think just because someone hasn't written a fucking letter, yeah. that therefore the story's not there. But it obviously is going to be there. I'm just saying that there is a there is potentially an issue with it being digital um, and secure right. that people in two, three hundred years' time won't have the ability to find it. But is it not? There's, there's still the, the ability will still be there, though. Whereas if it's on a letter, there's a very finite chance that the letter actually still exists. Because yeah. you know, when was the last letter you wrote, Stu? Christ, if I write a letter for a start, there's no grammar in it. The spelling's not right. In it. Yeah, you do and our tweets. Right, my hand, yeah, my handwriting is all over the. Show. You could pick up the slack on the tweets, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, the, the, what's the, it doesn't matter that people don't write letters anymore. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I think the people who it matters to are people who romanticise the idea of a letter rather than getting yeah. the information. Like, it shouldn't matter to you whether or not in 200 years' time people will be able to find it and make a fucking TV show out of it. Yeah. What should matter to you is the fact that it happened to you and had the moment. Yeah. Don't be thinking, oh, but won't it be nice for my grandkids or my great-great-grandkids to read the emails that I used to send to the great-great-grandmother like, no, it Did doesn't. You send emails to your grandmother. No, no, no. I meant between the, you and Sally. Yeah. Do you send e- like friend emails? Uh, or is it just business? I send e- if I send an email to a friend, it is very short, and it says <laughs> it's just specifically the thing that I need. Yeah. Um, it's not even got like how are you doing or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But I don't like. Like, let's see. Like, if somebody saw my text in my WhatsApp now, right? So, let's have a look. Right, Should we so read each other's WhatsApp? Let, let's, just, let's just see, right? So I sent them WhatsApp, right? All right, yeah. So um, we're talking about the computer game. Uh, the, sorry, the England game. Yeah. Um, where we won. And I, put, and I put, I've got a hard on, right? Hard on's coming home. <laughs> so, what that impression is that going to give on my? Well, I don't think anyone's going to go to that bit. <laughs> It's like they're making a TV show out of it. They're not going to pull that bit out, are they? <laughs> Why would they go? Are they going to try and find out a story about you and Sally, not you and your mates, and the nonsense you said to each other? For fuck's sake, Rob. <laughs> what is. Like, I put here. I, right, someone said, um, 
I think people around the world love watching it and feel better that it's on, you know, the game. You know, everyone's, everyone's on such a high. And I put, I haven't felt this good since Turner introduced me to pizza sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Turner? Who's Turner? Yeah, why does it? Why does that matter that it's bollocks? Is it? Would you prefer that you'd handwritten that to each other and posted it? Turner was um, a skater a guy that I used to hang around with um, um, in Bridlington. A pizza but, sandwich. That was he, was a, he was really shot through, like on on. Well, he took everything, I think. Right. And he used to believe mm-hmm. that there was a an underground like escape route under the skating blocks that we used right. to skate on, and it goes to the cliffs. Right. And he used to eat pizza sandwiches. So, like, bread and within bread. <laughs> that's like a, what's that, like a wig and kebab where you have a pie inside bread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him believing that there are, uh, there's an underground passage to the caves is nowhere <laughs> near as batshit insane as the stuff that you come out with. So. <laughs> I'm not shot through, though. <laughs> what's shot through mean? You know, if you take, like, smoke too much dope and you're just a bit, like... You know what I found out recently? I listened to... Um, Another podcast talks about something interesting. I've been trying to do it in my life. Um, stopping judging people on politics. Yeah. Because I found myself, especially recently, because there is more politics than there ever has been. Or it feels like it's uh, more pervasive than mm. it ever has been. Um, Maybe you need to do start doing that with people's beliefs. No. If they say, <laughs> if someone says mental things to me like that, like this is what you say. But, the, no, the, but the thing, thing is, it is the same thing, really, because you shouldn't define people by their religion or their politics yeah. alone, right? Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing it more and more. I've tried to make a conscious effort to stop. Yeah, but you're quite far left, aren't you? Yeah, and, and people might define me because of that. And mm-hmm. I feel that, like... When the Brexit vote came through, and it, like Sunderland were the first ones to come through, and it said oh, they'd voted for Brexit, in my head I'd put all of Sunderland in the same pot there, and mm. was like, well, they're all dicks, and obviously, yeah, but they're not. You know, just because someone voted the different way to you doesn't necessarily mean that they're a horrible person, right? You shouldn't yeah. have these things define us, and I think that I've been doing that a lot, yeah, and I've been trying to stamp it out a lot more, like, um, and I think the people around me do it as well quite a bit you just instantly go like you believe in that and I don't so we really can't be friends unless we talk about it fucking constantly yeah and um I really hammer home my belief that I don't believe the thing that you believe and I find myself doing that more and more and I'm trying my fucking hardest to stop now because I'm like actually there's people that's quite advanced though isn't it what that's quite advanced like being able to to you know sort of sit back and and let all these different opinions and ideas and things come in because you know we're all humans and we all believe in something and it's 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 hard think, to, the thing to is, be objective. It's, very it's not about I think it's not about me letting these things in. It's about me talking to people and no, but in a way you're listening, right? You're listening to what somebody has no, to say. No, no, you confu- I'm not sat there. I don't need them to preach anything to me. Their politics or their religion. Mm. If anything, we need to move past those two things yeah. and actually get down to that who that is as a person mm. so if someone is very deeply religious right doesn't mean that you know you take them out of their like their religious beliefs that it's just still just a person anyway mm. who might want to talk about computer games or yeah, might yeah. want to talk about films but all, all of a sudden i'm finding myself alienating myself from other people who are potentially be friends with because i fundamentally disagree with two things that ultimately don't matter their politics and their religion don't matter to me because they, they're obviously allowed to have those beliefs and yeah. that, that, that stance you know I'm not saying I'm going to go and hang around with a bunch of far right people who just who are like neo-Nazis that's probably not going to be something but there's an area there where I think that and people do this and do it more and more now that they're, they're distancing themselves from the, the potential connection they can have with someone just because they voted Brexit for example mm. I know my wife probably don't want me to talk about this, but um, her mum and her mum's husband voted for Brexit. And I know from myself, and this is my fault, Yeah, I would have fought me, I struggle to connect with them now because of that. Or I feel like I struggle to connect oh, really? with them because I think that looms over it. Mm. That's my doing just as much as it is. They've actually probably not done anything. They probably did something to get my back up at some point about it. But I allowed myself to get my back up Years ago, when people used to vote, you didn't ask people who they voted for. Mm. It was not. My parents wouldn't have never told you who they voted yeah, for. Sure. Thing is, my, my I know someone who is just as far left as you are, yeah. who voted um, 
to go out. Yeah, and, it's quite um, a common thing. And his whole reasoning yeah. behind it was to shake it up a little bit. Yeah, it's not, I mean... Uh, <laughs> but again, fine, it doesn't matter, yeah. ultimately, does it? I mean... Um, We've I got th- no government now anyway, have we? Well, you've all left. <laughs> <laughs> no. But do you know, do you get what my point is? Just yeah. because someone has a certain... Um, I think people need to separate a bit from their ideals mm. to actually have a connection with someone because just because someone hasn't got the same ideology because what you end up with now is uh, cliques Every, everybody without knowing it has advanced into a clique yeah. like you have people who are really left only speaking to people who are really left so you're just echoing each other anyway that's right yeah. so what's the point in that yeah. so you may just again don't talk about politics because you actually yeah. might find that you've got no fucking common interest with the person yeah. other than both of you are quite left and actually the person who's quite right might actually have more shared interest with you mm-hmm. but I think we've made let it become too I think you need to just be like me what just just don't even see yourself in any group <laughs> and don't that's give a just, shit that's just you not having friends Rob it's not about <laughs> maybe yourself in any group maybe yeah. you do because you, you'll naturally find yourself slipping into something I, I guess right? I do yeah <laughs> I guess I do and you gravitate towards people for uh, I mean, look, I, I I voted against what I usually vote for last time because I wanted to just keep it the same because of Brexit. I, right. didn't, I didn't want to change it because I thought, let's just keep it the same, right? They, they've, they've put us in this mess. You know what I vote for now. Yeah. Let's just keep it the same and, and let that, let them let them work with that and sort it out right. and then and then I'll go back but to what I usually vote for I mean that's mental yeah like, it's and, and, insane and, and, and <laughs> I, I don't even know where my logic was around that you know but, but yeah you know I just, you should get a 30 day cooling off period yeah, for maybe, voting yeah. to vote for somebody <laughs> else I think the yeah. um well, we're not really talking about business this week have we fucking poli- wait, 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 this isn't a politics show everyone's going to switch off by now we talked about fucking fear of seaweed. Now we're talking about fucking politics. And titties on fucking WhatsApp. I mean, what is this show? What the fuck is this show? I don't know. What are we doing? Well, this, this is my problem now. Because you've done the, you've got past the seven episode itch. You're now questioning everything. Like, what are we yeah. doing here? Why are we sat doing this? We could talk about... I mean, I tried to talk about travel, but you weren't interested. Because you looked at me with really glazed eyes. So. Hello, is anyone there? How long have we been recording for, though? Uh, 44 minutes that's not long enough is it no let's keep going well, what are we going to talk about so um, I might be going to Amsterdam for what for a stag do no for, for work no for what for a holiday kinda right you and Sally no who are you going with then a guy has got tickets and, right. and I think he split up with his, his partner right and he's got another ticket to go some, to Amsterdam right and I said I'll go with him Okay. So you go like you go like on the Thursday night. You just get on the on the ferry. You spend all right. day in Amsterdam, and then you come back on the Sunday. Right. But I still need to tell my wife that I'm doing it. Is this what you're using the podcast for to tell yeah. us? So yeah. Sally, I'm going to Amsterdam. <laughs> when are you going? I don't, it's in uh, in August, I think, or September. The ferry is a bit of a ball like to get there. What, what is is it dangerous in Amsterdam? What do you mean dangerous? Like, uh, you know, is you know, like if you're drunk and. There's lots going on there, isn't there? What do you mean? Like cakes and things. There's a lot of cakes. Well, don't there. have any of the cakes then. Yeah. I mean, it's, any place is almost as dangerous as you want it to be at times. Maybe we should go out there together, have a cake and do a podcast. We have to carry all the podcast equipment there, though, and it's <laughs> almost 100% getting lost. <laughs> so, it's Amsterdam, so I've been, I've been too many times. Yeah. I've done every version of Amsterdam I feel I can do. I've done the stag dudes. I've done a weekend away with my wife. Yeah. I've done going there with friends. I've done going there with work. Yeah. I've done every, like, I'm sort of done with it. It's very beautiful. Can I justify putting it through the business, do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I did when I took <coughs> the work to it because we went on a yeah. works. So I'm doing some research in Amsterdam, is that right? I mean, the thing is, there's no VAT on travel anyway. So you're only going to be able to claim back corporation tax. Yeah. And then there's no, you don't get charged VAT when you're out there either. So. Mm. There's not actually... You can put it through the business just so you don't have to pay for it out of your own money. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it... It's not going to really save you any money. Yeah. Um, I've got a real problem at the moment. Right. So I've got a lot of work on, which yeah. is wonderful. A wonderful problem. Yeah. And it keeps coming in. Okay. And I keep saying yes. Yeah. I need to start saying no. <laughs> you can't say no. No, but 
you can only do so much, right? Yeah, but you scale your business so it works in a model. Yeah, but I haven't scaled it, and I, I ain't got time to scale it now because I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah, you do, I, I mean, enough, the vicious cycle, Stu. Yeah, but you've got enough contacts, you've got enough people, you know, to to spread it out of it and yeah. still make some money. You need to know, like, you look at the ones and go, well, what are the ones I want to do and what are the ones I'm happy to farm mm. out? Yeah. And between that, and I mean, it's different for me because I've got staff. So they do all the fucking work anyway. I just tit around most of the time. Yeah. Um, but you've got, to be, you've got to be able to look at the work that's come in and going, I really want to do that project. I want to put my all into that one. So I need to separate this one to only get 25% of my time on management. My one issue though. Right. Right. Is and it's, quite, it's quite naive. Is it naive? Maybe it's naive. Yeah. I don't know. We'll say what it is. I'll tell you if it's naive or not. So I don't like giving my edits away to people. Right. And I, I've never done it since I started the business because I feel like I've got a style and an right. approach. But wait a minute. Okay. You're approaching your style's never going to evolve then. I know. So you're approaching your styles based on fucking five years ago when you started the business. So I, I no, but I, I just, I, I, in terms of the story and the idea and me knowing the client, me knowing the business, me knowing this and that, I, I, I find it hard to let go of an edit because I, I, I feel like I know that client and I know the, the message we're trying to get out there. Yeah. I, I haven't learned to let go of that yet. Right. And I think I need to start doing that. And and it's almost finding an editor I can trust that can. That I think I need. I think I need to learn to do it differently, like right. I have been doing anyway with with the way yeah. that I've changed the, the way yeah. that I'm doing things. I think there's a lesson for me to learn here. If there's any editors out there, get in touch. Thank you. You're an editor, right? You? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I but I've really reluctantly um, decided to not give it out so what you do I mean the stupid thing is by taking on all of the edit mm. you're taking on all of the work that comes with an edit yeah. so what you actually need is a junior editor to set everything up for you yeah. and do your content edits and do all the stuff which is just process work it's not yeah. in terms of the creating or anything like that because realistically that bit can only sometimes only take a day day and a half most, yeah. max to get that, that bit done most of making an edit is in organizing everything so mm. you're aware of everything yeah and you need somebody who can come and set that project up and set that timeline up with all the the best takes on it so that you can just come through and go right okay this is how i'm going to build it you don't need to relinquish everything what you need to get yourself to a point of is having someone there who you can help like you can take them on a journey to get your type of message out yeah doesn't mean you have to let everything go. It just means you let someone else press the fucking buttons. That's all you're holding on to at the moment. Yeah. And that film has to go out with your say. It has to be finalised by you. And if you feel the need that you have to jump on it for half an hour to half a day just to get it where it needs to be, then that's fine. I think it. I, I have done it in the past and it just didn't work out. And I was like, do you know what? Do you know why it didn't work out? I've wasted my time. Why it didn't I mean, work out? I should have just done it myself. The reason it didn't work out is because you probably still didn't let go. Maybe, yeah. And you have to understand that sitting there... No, but should, should an editor be allowed to have complete creative control of every bit of content? No. Uh, how do you brief an editor? The same way you brief a camera up. Yeah. You tell them how they want it to be. You tell them about it. You tell them the mood it's got to be. And you tell them the story that it needs to uh, relay. Mm. And But the process is such a stepped process. You don't just come at it from nothing. Yeah. You go, well, get me all the best clips together. Get me all the best cutaways together. And try and build something which... You know, the film only needs to be three minutes, but get me something that's around 20 minutes, 15 minutes. We'll start from that. I'll, I'll come in when we're there and give you a bit of guidance of the mm. bits I actually want. So actually you're only watching bits every now and again. Yeah. You don't have to get too involved. You're not, that person shouldn't be trying to finish the film in isolation for you then to come in at the end of it yeah. and go, well, that's not what I asked for. I, I like, don't think well, I'm the only one that, that maybe is, is like that though, you know, who struggles to let go of that. I used to struggle process. a lot more than I do now, but realistically, um, you, I mean, you can't physically you can't do, do it. You know, I, no. I've, I'm at the point now where it's just daft. You know, I, you know, clients work is going to, you know, not hit deadlines because yeah. you know, I, unless I do it differently. The thing is, I'm, sorry, I, they will hit. They will hit. The <laughs> they will hit. They will hit the deadlines. Everybody, <laughs> they will. They they will. <laughs> the thing is, like, you get uh, sort of looking at the waveform. Um, you get. You do, get, you do get into rhythm. I'm really fast as an editor, right? I'm really, really fast. 
And I know that. And I know if I needed to, I can edit probably uh, as quick, if not faster than most people in the business, right? Yeah. Just because that's what I learned and that's what I like, trained on. Like a cowboy who's really fast at yeah, drawing this. But seriously, gun. I'll just go like, I can get through this. Maybe that's because I'm less process driven when I'm doing it. Yeah. Because I'm just, I know what I want. It's in my head anyway and I can get it down on the timeline mm. really quickly. I don't have to go through those should steps ch- of process. Should we have a challenge? Well, I'd win anyway because I use Final Cut and you use Premiere. So. No, but I use, I use Premiere like, like Avid. Right, it's still slower than the final cut. So no, 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 no. Well, it is. I think I could take you on this challenge. Do you? Yeah. I'd win. No, you wouldn't. I would. I don't think you would. You think you can edit I'm faster? Quick, than I'm me? quicker than you think. You're not as quick as me. Right. There's all right. There's a challenge. What are we doing? How are we doing? How it? do we do it? How do we do this? This thing. <laughs> we've got. We've got. Uh, we've got. Obviously, got the same content. Yeah. And but the thing is, we're going to end up with different half films. a day, or we've got to not half a day. We've got to put it together. Yeah. And then someone needs to judge the best video. Right. No. It doesn't work, does it? No. It needs to be a certain length. Because my thing is, it's not like... Yeah, actually, that's a challenge. Part of it is about... It's not just about being able to press the buttons in a fast way. Because Final Cut is faster than all of it. He's doing a good job of it. He's doing a good... It's making actually the best story out of it. Yeah. So what are you saying about being fast? I mean, fast means... Cool, really. I know I can get the thing out quicker than because the idea you is mean there. you can get the, it out there and of be the best quality yeah yeah and that's the thing but there is a process there that you just try and replicate with somebody else don't try and hold on to everything because yeah like I said there's only 24 hours in a day and you've got to sleep at some point yeah um but it doesn't mean like all you're doing is you're giving over the editing section so that all you've got to do is come at it at certain points to view it and make mm. sure it's going in the right direction you probably either just thought someone could just get it all the way to the finish line without you and then you could just sign it off at the end and you realised well shit this isn't what I asked for mm. well, you didn't give them you didn't take your time and se- separate out across the project I, yeah I agree I think I think I've just got to the point where I think we talked about this like I've been five years in the business and I've been very I've been a bit of a control freak about yeah. about in, in terms of making sure that it's of the best quality and and I know that clients are satisfied with the way I'm doing things. Yeah. I just struggle now to sort of make that change. And I know that I need to make it. Yeah. You know, I'm at that position in my in my business now where yeah, it just But why are you struggling then? I, I I just because it's new, like that's all it is. Yeah, but you'll take on projects that are new and interesting, yeah. so you just see it as something new and interesting, and you've got to manage it and make sure it works right. Mm. But that's on you, man. So yeah. um, I'm going to do it. Figure out the best way. I'm going to do it. I've got a project to give to somebody. Why don't you give it to me? It'll be done faster anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've got some graphics for you, Stu. So no, you, no, I don't. I don't want them. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're too busy. I'm not actually. <laughs> it's like you're doing a fucking podcast with you. I'm not that busy, am I? <laughs> what are you, are you, what's your feeling about this podcast at the moment? Uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah? I know you dipped out of it for some reason. When? Just just like 20 minutes ago. What do you mean? <laughs> I've enjoy, I enjoy myself. Um, I know, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. I think we've, are we we've got... Are we learning anything? Like, so are, got are we actually, <laughs> actually achieving anything? Um, does any, do we ever achieve anything though, Rob? Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I think there's a... Uh, why are we reviewing whether we're enjoying it or not? Why uh, are you asking me this stuff what, for? What's, what I quite like, though, is, is um, you know, sort of... Uh, you put you, you, you decide you're going to do something and we've stuck to it. Right. Well, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and um, we've got to do this for three, four years now, haven't we? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody watches it, yeah. listens, listens to it. Listens to it. Right. <laughs> I'm video man. Uh, we've got a couple of guests coming on though so someone's coming on um, we said that we had one for this week you said you had one for this yeah, week he, and then you he didn't bring me back if you're listening why didn't you bring me back who is it Some, I'm not telling you who it is why not because I can't, it's defamation isn't it telling me who it is is defamation yeah but I'm telling I'm suggesting he's unreliable so I don't want people to think he's unreliable. Well, they're just going to think it is whoever comes on the podcast next anyway. So will be your guests. So. <laughs> it's not going to be that person. Why, so anyway, we're going to have a few guests on. We'll figure it yeah. out. Tom's going to come on and be the staff member guest. Is he? Is he, he can come next week. Can't next he? week, Tom will be on. Oh, sweet. So he's going to have... So hold on. So your staff member's coming on. Yeah. And I can ask him questions. Anything you want. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's going to be honest? Yep. Brilliant. I mean, you might get fired. Hey, that's going to be good, that. That's going to be good. You could do like, uh, you know, like you do job reviews. 
you know like where where you like monthly reviews like yeah. you could do one live on air just to Tom I don't do them anyway <laughs> so well, maybe this is your chance right. you could like you know share with him feedback we could get all my stuff on and do one because all of them have got interesting stories so w- Tom I haven't got that many mics <laughs> not all at once you <laughs> bellend <laughs> You get because you get uh, Tom on as the first member of staff. Yeah. Why he came and worked on yeah, Why yeah, to yeah, the yeah, Risk because yeah. he came and worked from where I was a start up. Yeah, and then you Damien, who I've known for years, and I basically had to beg him to come and work for me, yeah. and he was really hesitant about it. Yeah, and my wife. And can we get our wives like together? Where are you going with this, Rob? <laughs> for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> what are you <laughs> Not putting my keys in a bowl, Rob. <laughs> oh, not for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, why this whole episode? Actually, you wouldn't need up. to, really, would you? Why haven't we got any car keys for a start? There's only two people. Fucking mentalist. <laughs> We'd end up with each other. What are the signs of, of swingers? You know, like... I don't know. What? You know, um, in the houses, they've got, like, symbols to say, we are swingers. There's, like, like a gnome is strategically placed somewhere or something like that I don't think any of this thing's a thing is it I think it is well so you go into someone but why are you going into some so random person's house if you're walking anyway? down the neighbourhood right and you say oh look let's, this person's got like <laughs> like a gnome somewhere and you think they're swingers so then you know so you call around with your lady and then and, right. then, and then it all happens I'm going to google it but I'm, I'm going to quite concerned that I'm going to google what are the signs for swingers in the neighbourhood if anyone knows please the tweet us at day underscore underscore came this is very important. It, 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 what are the signs for swingers in our person's house or garden? Like in the garden. In a... Tidy garden. In a... <laughs> garden. <laughs> You're coming across like a pervert. <laughs> for fuck's sake. I'm a bloke. Is your neighbour a swinger? Yeah. Here are the signs to watch out for. Here we are, here we are. This is from the sun, for fuck's sake. Yeah, they're, they're, they're right. They've from. done their research. I don't think they have. Um, mm. Well, many of these are only rumours... Pampas grass yeah, yeah, is apparently yeah. a thing. Pampi- What's pampas? According to the Telegraph, this plant has an association with swinging. It's a oh, right, so it's an actual plant. That yeah, in the garden, garden, yeah. So okay. pampas grass, so it's that, that sort of grass. Yeah, oh, I've got that grass. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Did your wife pick it? <laughs> For sake. Certain jewellery, uh, cop- according to a copper brace- bracelet, mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. wear a black ring on your right hand if you are out and open to meet other swingers oh there we go I'm going to uh, check people's right right hand home right. decorations apparently uh, 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 there are signs that I don't how do you start the whole process talk to your wife about this and come to no, the but it would be really awkward wouldn't it you know you'd like you know you'd like you see these things and you think right I'm going to go around so how do you actually say, should we do this? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, who, who says the first line? Like, I because don't... you've got to, like, wonder, are these swingers or not, right? So you go around and you think, like, even if you're, like, like with your mates, like, having a dinner, right? <laughs> so, like, how do you actually do this shit? We've got people coming on this podcast to talk about business stuff. Not... Let's find out if Rob's mates are swingers or not. <laughs> For fuck's sake! How do you how do you know if your mates out if your mates a swinger or not? Maybe yeah. it'll just ask you. Mm. Yeah. I won't think about it too much. Right. Okay. Anyway, we've been <laughs> the the came into the office podcast. I've been your host, Stuart Warrington. Uh, I've been here with my co-host Rob Barker. Say goodbye, Rob. Goodbye. Okay, there you go. That's good. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, a bit more structure and a guest. We're going to do uh, staff. We're going to have a member of staff in. And a swinger. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have a swinger. Unless, unless you figure out that you are one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. So, yeah. 
very excited about about next. And we've got a few more guests coming in. We've got um, uh, a VR three hundred and sixty specialist coming in hey, to wow, talk about the future good. of content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got another person who does another podcast uh, mm-hmm. called Arrest All. Uh, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I can cut out most of your <laughs> nonsense. Um, and we've got someone else, Arrest All Im- Imics, Mimics? Yeah. They they do a podcast, and they're going to come on as a friend, a friend of mine. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I've got a couple of guests lined up. It's all happening. Yeah. Have you got any guests lined up? I've got... I've got Because you one time proclaimed that you had five, but I, you put I, lined I, up. I actually have two. No, hold on. No, 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 no. I've got four. Yeah. When are any of these four people ever going to come on? I, I do just, they all live in fucking Bridlington? Because no, they're never no, going to come no, on, they are they? Don't, no, no, they don't. They're all poised. I just need to get a date, date set up, really. But you know we do it at the, roughly the start. I know, you just yeah, tell yeah. me. I think I've been procrastinating a bit on it. It's not like you, Rob. No. See you later, everyone. Bye. See you, bye. Rob, the, you can't come across like such a pervert. <laughs> Why? Who says I can't? You can do what you want, I suppose. Yeah, you're probably right, though.